and welcome to the podcast. I am Ross. <laughs> and I'm a very stressed out Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. <laughs> <coughs> Mr. Like, Nate, this, this is a tired Ross and stressed Phil Talk yes. Movies. <laughs> so it's it's just, yeah, I am, I like, like this week, I swear to God, I am kind of one bad decision from being Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Although going to see Joker was not a bad decision. Anyway, we'll get to that in a sec. How are you, buddy boy? Sleepy. Other than that, very, very, very busy. But other than that, very good. I know. This is it. Like we're so busy at the moment. We're, we're squeezing in a podcast at eight forty-five on a Sunday morning. Now that is dedication, dear listeners. Yeah, and, and I do require sympathy. <laughs> I want to take for sympathy. I think we deserve sympathy. I, I'll just take anything, mate. I'll take anything I can get right now. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, today's going to be a, a show of of two halves, and the first bit we're going to be talking about um, Joker, mm-hmm. and no doubt there will be a few spoilers. So um, I'm going to limit our talk to Joker to about ten minutes. So if you haven't seen Joker yet. Um, you can jump forward 10 minutes to our second half where we're going to be talking about our best and worst of the year so far. So this is our quarterly check-in, our third quarter check-in for mm. films released up until the end of September. Yes. Now that's so not very in, important. Not, yes, not including a certain film. Because that, that certain film does significantly change the list. Mm. It really does. We'll it really does. Okay, so uh, 10 minutes from now, if you are not um, having not watched The Joker, if you haven't listened to The Joker, probably you're listening to the wrong podcast because you should have seen that first or second night. Um, headline, I'll tell you what, headline, well, you can jump forward nine minutes because we'll give you one minute on just how good we thought it was. Ross, how good did you think it was? Okay, so I'll caveat all of this by two thoughts, right? You were not looking forward to this. Right, no. Not 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 looking forward to it at all. That's that's a little bit of an overstatement. What was concerning me was Well, yeah, I was hugely suspicious of the ridiculous reviews. Like the absolutely it's ten out of ten, it's the best film of the year. Masterpiece. Got a, got, a, got a fifteen minute standing ovation or whatever the hell it, all of that stuff, right? Masterpiece is always a worrying word. Like straight <laughs> away. Masterpiece, when you when you refer to it later, I sort of get it, but yeah. when it's just come out um, so there was that, and, and that really was, yeah, and it really was uh, only a concern in as much as, can we just watch the film, please? Like, that's the thing. And then the, the, the second note was suddenly this, the number, not many, but one star reviews from, was it The Guardian? And, and you kind of go, now listen, if that isn't obviously a backlash uh, anything, <laughs> like, 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 like how stupid, if they said three or four, you start to kind of go, well, okay, but one, like a studio, any studio film, one out of ten. Three stars, and I would have gone, okay, it's a good film, but it's not your bag. Or it's, or it's at least it's a film. Like one star to me indicates it's like not anything, like not anything. So it's one, a backlash. It's actually, a backlash. I've seen, I've seen one, one star movie this year, Ross, and that was Holmes right. and Watson. Right, no, no, okay, fine. And that was, but that was, absolutely terrible like Holmes and Watson is one star and then absolutely disgusting it's just and it is absolutely awful this film with that director with that cast and all of that stuff I'll be honest I was kind of going it's probably not a one star I didn't sit there going yeah that's right like you sometimes do right sometimes you go okay it's absolutely terrible like yeah my man is getting two star reviews across the board and I'm like the trailer that's a two star movie yeah but the Gemini Man trailer from the beginning I've been going this looks Terrible. Terrible. Like, 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 and this is the trailer. 
So anyway, so the sort of short version of this, which we're too late for doing, um, <laughs> is but those two thoughts were so like your brain just makes your brain go, okay, it's probably okay. Yeah. <laughs> like like at least. Yeah, it's gonna average out to be a three or maybe a low four. Out of five. Right, precisely. It's probably a three out of five film. And um, what so so for me, I, I mean I was genuinely surprised and happy and delighted with it like i was but i mean we, we, i know we won't go too deep this second but like the performances the music the cinematography particularly yeah and the script and production design yeah i mean like like the whole aesthetic of it if you like like the whole yeah. aesthetic of it 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 is it is one of the best films of the year i'm yeah. not gonna call it the best film of the year it's definitely one of the best films of the year and i was delighted by that we you know as as opposed to me going oh, all these ridiculous reviews do you know what i mean like to actually experience that as an audience member and actually go this is actually terrific i've, at I've every point, at every point. two of the most uncomfortable films in the cinema yeah. i've ever seen back to back pretty much like right. rambo one week which yeah. had me wincing. That and was my first, that was my previous film as well, actually. It was in the cinema. Yeah. That was my previous yeah. film. Yeah, and then like, and then Joker, which mm. literally had me so on edge. Yeah, so on edge. Um, I'm going to come out and say it. this is my film of the year, right? So what the bit we're going to do in like, <laughs> it's fucking pointless because everything gets pushed down one. This is yeah. by far my film of the year. It's my film of the year because I was like, this is the guy that made the fucking Hangover, mate. I mean, I like, and, and Starsky and Hutch, which I love. And so, so we're like, we're not, you know, like, like, we're not talking Scorsese here, albeit this is the most Scorsese film. If if Scorsese had directed this, and he yeah. probably wouldn't have done because Scorsese hates superhero movies, apparently. Um, this, isn't a super, this isn't a superhero film. No, it's all. not. But he, what does he say? He goes, they're not real movies. Uh, he said, even Commode said, like, so, so, Marcel said, he said something like, Marvel movies are not cinema. And Commode went, like, on Twitter, he just sort of went, yes, they are. (laughs) If anything, they're absolutely cinema. Yeah, they're almost like a distillation of cinema in some way. Yeah, they are like, they are cinema squared, right? They're everything. That is the ideal formula of cinema. Yeah. Anyway, Scorsese aside, my God, yeah. I love that guy, and his films yeah. are my favourite. And The Irishman is giving me all kinds of wood. I'm really um, worried about that film, but it well, another film that's getting five star reviews across the board. Yeah. I mean, fuck me. I mean, it is four hours long, but hey, yeah. um, fuck, this isn't that one. So yeah, yeah. Joker, great. Look, jump forward five minutes um, yeah. because that's when we'll stop talking about it. But um, five minutes from now, right? go so fuck me what an amazing film you had a massive you your concern we had a conversation about this i don't think it was on the podcast was that they tried too hard to tie it into the batman stuff so my specific concern is and this is not joker specific it's batwoman it's gotham it's everything else yeah uh, i am sick of seeing i'm gonna say sick they're usually good i'm not i'm not dismissing the quality but i am it stopped doing Batman shows and TV and films and stuff without Batman. Just stop yeah. doing it because yeah. it's all about actual Batman. Yes. Yeah. So like, this probably does the best job of setting up a Batman film that will never be. It was, but yeah, it was very, I mean, I really want to see a Batman film with Joaquin as, as the Joker. Oh I mean, and not, and not, and, and a Batman film like this film. It doesn't need tons of action. No. It doesn't so, need it. It could be a detective. It could be a proper, like, seven. It could be like film. seven. 
and and then this sounds kind of weird but yeah. if anything, I want to see a Michael Keaton Batman, old Batman film. <laughs> with him, with with Joaquin. With Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I get you. I completely agree. <laughs> if they did for Dark Knight Returns as a live action film with Michael Keaton and Joaquin, because if you think about the ages, I know it doesn't quite work with the continuity of this well, film. Because, I mean, how old is he supposed to be in this film? Like, he looks think... like he looks like he's 50. Yeah, he does. This is definitely not a young he's, Joker origin. He's, presum- he's presumably supposed to be, like, 30-something, I guess. Well, but I, mean, I, don't, I mean, he looks 50. There was but an... I didn't care. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's an interesting article on IGN about different readings of the film. Now, I, I was quite tired when I watched this, so I pretty much took it relative face value, potentially... The bit where he's on the car at the end. Yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe that's a bit uh, messianic for me. So maybe he was imagining that like he did the relationship. Well, well, that's the good. Well, that's a hell of a spoiler right there. Um, uh, In the territory. That moment was absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, there were bits of the film, and there were individual shots. Like, there's just a shot where he's on the back of the bus, and there's just this slow zoom towards him. Yeah. And it was just absolutely amazing shots. And for me to explain why, I can't. It's that just bit, amazing. It was just that amazing. Bit on the tube where he, yeah. where he first loses it was yeah. fucking unbelievable. But unbelievable. there's other readings of this film where like people are like, no, he's in the asylum, the whole thing, and none of this actually exists. Right. And yeah, I thought I don't think that's a, I don't think that's accurate. I think that that's I feel like that's like a coda rather than yeah. But there's a couple of others which are like too, half and half, and it's like there's, there's too much of that because if if you if that's the case, then Batman doesn't exist then. Like the whole origin of Batman. Well, in this in yeah, this but, film, Batman doesn't actually come to be. It's just totally in his head, and there's nothing. But there's not anything. No, but then there's another reading which is like basically he sees this going on, so the <clears> events <throat> are real outside, but he right. in his mind. From what seeing him on TV, places himself into those events. Oh, like he does in the show in the, the flat. Like, but then again, that doesn't happen then. <laughs> in no. theory, if none of it happens, it doesn't make any sense. But one thing that was quite funny for me, well, not one thing, at the end when she says, um, he says, uh, you know, I was thinking about a joke, and she goes, what is it? And I, I'm not joking, I actually said out loud, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. Before he said that, and I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> so, Quite We've got probably. about two minutes left of this yeah. spoiler chat, okay. right? Um, how good is Joaquin Phoenix? He's absolutely, I mean, he's just, yeah, everything. Like, there's no point even trying to break it down. It was just if amazing. The dancing stuff was incredible. He definitely deserves, he definitely deserves Best Actor nominations. I don't know about whether he deserves the win in the end. but You think of people definitely... that won it recently, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if Heath Ledger won it, then there's yeah. no question that he wins it. Because it's if you're, if you're comparing like for like, and um, you know, this is the thing that's gonna he's way better than Heath Ledger was. <laughs> like 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 if you compare those two performances, I mean they're completely different films. But oh, he's t- got to pick a performance for Heath Ledger winning with no greatest respect because he did an amazing Heath Ledger did an amazing job. And like, no, no doubt. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with what he did. But this just blows all of that. And when people were sort of saying, Oh, how can you follow Heath Ledger? Well, Whacking Phoenix just completely blew him out of the water. Like, like, just it's a completely different thing. It's not even. Everyone said, "How can you follow Jack Nicholson?" Right? Right. Um, well, yeah, easily because it was just a hammy performance. Dude, how could you follow Caesar Romero? Like, how could you? Follow... <laughs> but if you watch Game, I did relatively recently. Yeah, sorry, the cinema recently. It's a stunningly good film, but yeah. Nicholson is not exactly putting a lot of effort into that. He's enjoying himself, which He's... is fine. He, he's there's, right, he's there's right. layers to that character 
It's it's just Jack Nicholson in makeup hamming it. Just enjoying yourself, which is great, and it it works. It works perfectly well for that film. But what I love is, and by the way, welcome back. If you jump forward, we've uh, not stopped talking about it, but we have moved on to other jokes. (laughs) Kind of, we're kind of through the back end of Joker. Um, Needless to say, both me waited. Yeah, we would both have to speak so long for it to really do it justice. It's not, you know. I think probably we'll do a deep dive on this during the week, and we'll come back and do like a full on Joker specific podcast. But like, it's interesting. I think each, I think each. Our incarnation of Joker so far, and I'm completely discounting Gerard Leto, if that's okay. I know, yeah, just, he, was, I bet he was unbearable, but let, let, the next can we best just one, get that happen? It was absolutely, I, I hated it. And the, the next best one for me is Mark Hamill in the cartoon. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Mark Hamill is glorious. Yeah. Okay, so look, that's our chat about, a very quick chat about Joker, but I think needless to say, we both enjoyed it. Neither of us were were disappointed. Both of us were surprised. And, yes, um, yes. and the bit where Batman swooped down and punched Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. Heath Ledger's corpse. Unbelievable. Yeah, the bit where Batman swung down with Heath Ledger's corpse over his shoulder and just <laughs> threw it at him. I think, Joker's, I think Joker's shooing for an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. And uh, Best Actor. And uh, probably Best Score. I think the score and, was incredible. and cinematography and a lot. I think and you've got to give lot. best director nod if you're going to go down that road. But production design wise, fucking that, the fact it opened with the old school Warner logo, I was, no. we're good. And again, that was like I'll go, I'll go did that. Was yeah, I'll go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> still love that joke. Uh, right, so ah, uh, so we've done this uh, twice during the year where we've kind of gone <coughs> our best and worst of the year so far. So our quarterly wrap up. Um. We're a little tight on time on this specific podcast, so we're not going to go into great detail, but we'll we'll maybe dig a dig a few into a few changes. Um, I've definitely yeah. changed mine around a bit. Yeah, um, mine has changed significantly, not completely, but significantly. My 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 worst has has changed only for the fact that I remembered Holmes and Watson this time. Oh right, yeah. Like, do you remember last time I'd forgotten? Yes, I, Holmes I couldn't believe that. I'd I forgotten couldn't. I'd watched it. That's how yeah. bad it was. Well, it was um, like cold light of day, right? Yeah, oh, fucking yes, yes. I remember we did the same thing on the podcast, and you went, and my worst film is Cold Light of Day, and I'm like, shit, that's my worst film too. Well, that, was after, <laughs> that was after we'd all agreed another film was the best film, which was just genuinely awful and shitty yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Or something. And then you were like, something. no, Cold Light of Day, and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, because it was just so nothing. It's just such a nothing film. So I'll blast through my, my ten worst, right? Because Ten worst? I've only got five. Okay, well, I've got I've managed to stretch mine out to ten now, but ten is Pet Cemetery, nine is Dark Phoenix, eight oh God, is I didn't even think about that. Jeez. Velvet Buzzsaw, seven is Close, six new entry is Into the Ashes, a oh, Grillo film in my worst films. Yeah, it's just boring. It's not a terrible film. It's just boring. Number five is Godzilla. Oh. Um, King of the Monsters, that one. Yeah. Uh, number four is Alita Battle Angel. There's a real theme with some of these ones here, right? <laughs> number three yeah. is Hellboy. Hold on. Three, four, four of my worst ten films of the year are all big budget Hollywood summer blockbusters. No surprise yeah. there. Uh, number two is a new entry, The Dead Don't... Oh, yeah. I don't think it's the worst though. It's just not very good. Oh no, I I I passionately hated it. Yeah. I wanted to reach into the screen and punch Jim Jarmusch. 
it's, a, it's an honourable, it's, uh, for me, it'd be more like an honourable mention. Uh, and number one, I mean, and it's not going to change. There's no film that's going to top this this year because I forgot it even existed was Holmes and Watson. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, when you kind of go, well, yeah, I, I, I could have something else, but that is by far the worst film of the year because I actually forgot it existed. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> uh, so what are your your five? Yeah, worst five. Of the year? Well, funnily enough, I'd forgotten about Dark Phoenix, so I've just made a change. Um, <laughs> and here's the funny thing. I went through my letterbox account to make sure I'd caught everything. Yeah. So so can't, can't even remember how that's it's, it's really hard, isn't it? When you kind of go, you kind of look at it and you kind of go, well, actually, like, that film is so bad, I've completely forgot. And how do you, for, how do you forget, how do you forget a massive budget studio film? This is terrible. That's how bad a film has yeah. to be to kind of forget yeah. that, right? But also, but it's terrible. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I literally, I, I can't. I, I went from the rest. Why I have my letterbox account is so I can make sure I keep track of it. So yeah. my 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 worst five so far. So number five is X Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, number four is Ex- Escape Plan Three, which was just awful. I, I, I actually quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Uh, number three is still Hellboy, unfortunately. I mean, uh, unfortunately, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, in fact, I can't remember the order of these things. There is a new number one. So number two Ooh. is Holmes and Watson. Yeah, Holmes Hold Holmes on. Number two. Hold yeah. on. Are you telling me there's a film out there worse than Holmes and Watson? Yes, definitely. Definitely. Go on. Um, and, and actually, don't get me wrong. It might be a tied in first position. But number two <laughs> is Holmes and Watson. Number one, the film. And I mean, I like I. I'm excited. Yeah. I physically hated it while I was watching it in the cinema. Like, I really, really... Like, Holmes Watson just made me upset. <laughs> and everything falls back. What that made me physically angry cinema was that film Anna, the Luke Besson film. Oh, so, wow! How weird is this? I watched Anna last night. Have you forgotten you watched it? No, I, 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 I so it's, so it's definitely in my worst worst film section. I think I said it was like a four or maybe a five. I don't think it's the worst film ever, but... If you watched that in the cinema, how many how many times can you go six months earlier, three months earlier, two months earlier? This plot twist. And you never ever care. If the time the timing thing makes no sense. It has that one fight scene that everyone raves about, which is a good fight scene. But it, it doesn't matter. Is that the restaurant like, one? The restaurant scene. But here's the thing about that scene. Is it? Right? Well, no, but I mean, can't I see it, half of it. Uh, like, but at least it's well, no, but it's well at choreographed. Least it's full on. Yeah, but at least the gun, gun fu in in um John Wick, right? As much as I hated John Wick too, yeah. it was repetitive. Yes. At least you kind of saw what he was doing with the guns, right? And you could sort yeah. of see the ballet in them, and like the, the like when he'd use and like the blood spurting and the gun, like half the gunshots in that restaurant scene, you can't see where the gun oh, is yeah no no i know I'm, like i say I'm, I'm i'm trying to give it something like anna i didn't like it dropping, <laughs> anna might now be making a late entry to my list anna it's like and also like the fact that you've got um mirrored who's so good in it like she's really good at it but, in another film right but well for, but fast and furious why, why would her character her character constantly sabotages her own missions I did fucking like like she's the one in charge. She's like M. She's like M, right? Basically, and she sends Anna into these missions, and she's constantly in that scene. There's a whole thing about a whole fact that she doesn't give her a loaded gun. Yeah. Well, well, you should have figured it out. It's like no, you should give her a fucking loaded gun. You're the boss, you moron. You fucking nearly killed her. And even if and even if you don't care about her, even if she's expendable, you've just told the bad guys that you're targeting that you're after them. Like she's the stupidest M. 
of all the time. And she constantly sabotages her. Yeah. Like she constantly, and it's like, <clears throat> I don't mean, if you did it in a training thing, fine. Like if you're training someone and you're giving them shit, yeah, like a drill instructor, fine. But you, you're sending her in for a mission, which you presumably want to succeed. So what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, and it was just constant. And <clears throat> the time jumps are terrible. And oh. The woman playing Anna is obviously just someone fucking Luke Besson or someone else. It's just, it's just horrid. The whole thing is horrid. Like, yeah. And again, I, again, how but, many times can you remake Nikita as well? How many times are you going to do it? Well, how many times can he do it as well? <clears throat> so, like, I liked it oh, when it was like girl rescued off the street becomes a model. I'm like, well, this is interesting. For about and then all, five minutes. About all of a sudden, she's like this superhuman fucking, and I'm like, what? Have I missed a whole sequence? Oh no, here's a flashback. Okay, right. Okay, got it. Right. So, okay, now this is playing out. Okay, here's a flashback. Right. Well, that. Okay. And it doesn't okay. tell you what's happening. The flashbacks don't inform you. No. They don't tell you anything. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Like, I yeah, because I literally watched it last night, and it's definitely on my my worst section. If you um, I probably. Me, also, in if hind- you can, sorry. Go on. On. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. In hindsight, I can remember so little about it. And I only watched it last night. Can you tell me at all what Luke Evans and Cillian Murphy were doing in it at all? Can you tell me anything they did? They sat, they had a nice scene in the park at the end, which had a bit of a kind of... Um, well, what do they do? What are they doing in it? Yeah, no, no, totally. Uh, pointless. But th- there was a nice scene at the end, which had a bit of that kind of heart, um, kind of um, John Woo killers kind of thing about it with like two guys that, that want to kill each other but can't it was quite quite a nice i like that scene it sure. like there are a couple of really interesting scenes in the different what the fuck has happened to luke besson yeah i mean who knows like it's absolutely ter- it's absolutely when, terrible when it got to the end credits i i was like like because obviously this is one of his europa films right so i was like yeah yep. so is... it might be like kissing well, no, dragon or it might be yeah, like yeah but i was like Okay, so who who did he get to direct this one? And I was like, right. oh, oh, no it's, no, it's him. Oh, he, oh, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, what on earth is going on? So like, just what to, is going on? just to kind of put this into perspective, right? He made the Fifth Element in 1997. Yeah, good film, right? We agree, good film. Yeah, of course. I've watched it again recently. I love it. Great film. Um, Joan of Arc, not so good. Not so good. Uh, not so good. Uh, Arthur and the Invisibles, never saw no, it. I've never seen it, never seen it. The Lady, mm, no. Uh, the Family. Oh, The Family's terrible. It's just appalling. The Family is really, really bad. They watch good, you know they watch Goodfellas in it? Like, yes. Jimmy Rose in The Family, and they yeah. watch Goodfellas. And you kind of Lucy? go, what are you? Yeah, Lucy was terrible. Yep. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which I didn't hate. I couldn't watch, I couldn't watch it. I just couldn't be bothered. Uh, actually, no, I did hate it. I gave it a five. Um, I didn't hate it. And then, and then Anna. How do you go from making Fifth Element, Leon, one of the Le- greatest films of all time? And Nikita. Nikita and Nikita. Great. Like, the back-to-back, pretty much, of Nikita <laughs> and Leon. And and then, yeah. Um, but, but then, as Todd Phillips has proved, everyone has at least one good film in them. Well, yeah, we've well, done a bunch. <laughs> There's a couple I don't like, but most of Todd Phillips' films I like. Because I only remember him as the director of of films like The Hangover. Um, well, first Hangover is good. Stuff in uh, old school, uh, due dates. I like most of them. Okay, movies. no, no, no. Yeah, see, see. Okay, so so Joker. War Dogs, I didn't hate. Due War dates, Dogs was okay. good. Hangover was good. 
Starsky yeah. and Hutch, I actually quite enjoyed. I love Starsky. Yeah. I know, Old I know school it's not great, but I love it. Was Road good. Trip, I love, I love Road, Road Trip. Road Trip was good. Yeah, okay, I take it back. Um, and you know he's about to do a Hulk Hogan biopic. <laughs> That's his next film. How good is that going to be? Who's playing Hulk? He doesn't say yet. Chris Hemsworth. No, it's Chris Hemsworth. Oh, <laughs> God, that's the, this is the best thing I've ever heard. I'm, yeah. You, I'm you literally have Hulk Hogan and Chris Hemsworth. Right. I'm 100% down for Let's that. Let's do our uh, top 10 of the year so far. So if I do, I'm going to do one, I'm gonna, I'll go down 10 to 2 and then we'll do yeah. one. Okay. Actually, there's no point because number one is Joker, but it's not yeah, released but yet. But it's not, but it's not Joker yet. <laughs> so, so ten Green Book that's dropped from my number one quite considerably. Mm. Nine is Shazam. Eight is Tut. Seven is Rambo. Because mm-hmm. I really fucking enjoyed that. Uh, six is Once well, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Five is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Four is Rocket Man. Three is How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Two is Avengers, and one is Booksmart, but it's not really one because Green Book's now number 11 and Joker's number yeah. one. But I can't say that yet because we're uh, not quarter. Both of our top tens have changed, interestingly, and mine is quite different, for you, although there's some, definitely some crossover. So uh, at number 10, I've got Fire slash Fire Ford still. Yeah, good uh, film. Just because so well put. Well, both, both of them. Uh, number nine, Avengers. Number eight, Deadwood, the movie. I okay, so you 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 like last night you were like can I put this in and I was like yeah do you know what I never watched Deadwood to my sins what I know <laughs> mate, immediately, mate. <clears throat> Deadwood is amazing mate some of the stuff like like I only watched like um Dark Crystal just before we started watching the TV show all oh, right yeah yeah uh, Deadwood is absolutely amazing. Like yeah, I've heard. It's one of those things that slipped me by, that, that, that passed me by, right? So Only three seasons, like of like ten or twelve episodes. You could honestly, you'll be doing yourself a very big favor if you watch Deadwood. Okay, right, come on in. Right, so eight Deadwood, uh, seven Ready or Not. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you've raved about this a lot. Love it, love it. Uh, six Stan and Ollie. Uh, okay, five, yep. five, five Rocket Man. Uh, See, Stan and Ollie's the one we. Fu- I I just thought it was quite. I just it just didn't connect with me. But I get why people liked it. There's different reasons for some of these entries. If I think, yeah. I want to, I want variety. I'm looking for variety, not just, you know. Uh, number five, Rocket Man. Number four, Happy Death Day to You, which is fucking Yay. awesome. Great film. Awesome. Three, Booksmart. Uh, two, Shazam. Oh, hold one, on. Booksmart's yeah. down to three. Yeah, and there's a couple of reasons for that. But again, it may all shift by the end of the year. Yeah. But I love, I, mean, I love it. I mean, it's just because these films are so different. It's not. Yeah. It's very, no, that's a very, very eclectic top ten. I'm not comparing like for like exactly. So three book smart, two Shazam, and Shazam. number one, number one at the moment is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It will change. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised as anyone else might. Be. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Whoa. Yeah, that's going to change. That's going to change. And two and three may well swap positions and stuff. Hold on. Whoa. Yeah. The, the film that Ross was seriously not looking forward to. Yeah, exactly. We'll say with Joker when you think about it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, look, <clears throat> I'm going to genuinely, I've done it a few times, but I'm genuinely breaking cover and saying that for me, Joker is the film, the my film of the year. At the moment, I'm sort of agreeing, like for I sure can't... agreeing at the moment. At the moment. There's so many reasons. Mm. But, it depends but, on how, how long it depends on how long it stays with me in the end. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I it's still with me. I'm not yes. kidding. It really is still with me, which yeah. is fucking crazy. I'm listening to the soundtrack almost on a like a daily basis. 
I haven't even done that. I just remember bits. It's like I, just, I need to sort of see it again. Really. Um, I I genuinely think the one film that might challenge Joker is The Irishman. I've got such high hopes that the reviews from re- critics I respect just worries me. It just still worries. Me. I, my only thing that I think is going to be my issue is I'm not. I still don't think this de aging stuff is. Yeah. It's there. Like okay, it was good in Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Or well, Samuel well, Jackson. It, well, sometimes it wasn't. The Clark Gregg stuff was fucking But the Clark weird. Gregg stuff just didn't yeah, work. really, really weird. And, you know, you the thing is, Clark Gregg, Clark Gregg you don't really know what you look like younger, if, if you know what no, I mean. No, I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. It just doesn't Samuel look, it just, Jackson, it just didn't look right. You don't have to do much to Samuel L. Jackson because he pretty oh. much does age. Hair. Hair, hair will help. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, right? That's two Samuel L. Jackson. Hair, hair and two eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally, and you're like, oh, he's 20 years younger. Um, so that's fine. But De Niro, I've grown up watching De Niro films. You've seen his lines appear. You've yeah. Seen De Niro, yeah. I, and most of them were caused by Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> that receding hairline came from. Um, you know, and, and, and the same, and, and like, I, I saw a clip and I saw like Joe Pesci and he, the weird thing is he doesn't look like Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon. No, I get you. He looks like a younger version. Cause I think the problem is they have to make them look like younger versions of what they look like now, which is not how they would have looked when they were actually younger. If that makes no. sense. They yeah. have to sort of take them back from where they currently are. I think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's the issue. So they're yeah. taking people back. So so sometimes it's a bit like you know when when you get when you get films where they genuinely cast different people as the younger versions. Yes. They, they tend to cast people who look like younger versions of what they look like now, not like how they actually looked when they were young. If that's yeah, makes totally. Sense. So, so for and it makes sense to do that. It makes sense to do that. Yeah, like, it, it does. But, but, but when you know that they don't look like that, it is a bit weird. If you had a scar on your face now, it would right. de-age that scar. Right. Even if that scar wasn't there twenty years ago when you're DH two. Unless unless they presumably track it and remove it. Yeah. Which is why I have such an issue with Gemini Man. Oh, okay. It looks because... it does not look good. It does not look good. I'm sorry. No, it's, also... it's, convi- it's convincing ish, but not really. But also yeah. he doesn't look like Will Smith in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which no. is the age of Will Smith in that movie. I guess. I mean, I don't know the actual relative ages. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even look like Will Smith. He doesn't. even look like Will Smith as he looked in Ali, for example. No. He doesn't even. He doesn't even look like that. No. He, he looks but, like some guy. He looks like a guy who looks like Will Smith. Yeah, but that's but it. it. But he looks like a guy that looks like Will Smith. Yeah. And like the guy that looks like Will Smith at that age is the guy that played was in Fresh Prince, and right. he looks nothing like the Will Smith in Fresh Prince. So. No. I'm looking at him going, but that's not what Will Smith looked like when he, it's what Will Smith looks like. It's what Will Smith now would look like when he, but, and I'm just like, no, it just doesn't work. Also, side it's kind note, of it just, it's just, it's kind of, it's where it looks shit. It looks really shit. Um, it, it, dare I say it's widening the uncanny valley. If I can oh, point that phrase. It's, it's, it's uncanny like fucking golf now. It has, um, it has sort of, it's not right. It doesn't well, work. Well, that was interesting. So I'm really looking forward to like what what the end of the year brings because that's going to be like there are some film. This is what like, we're going to start hitting Oscar season films shortly. Yeah. Um, so that's that's interesting. Could change, okay. Could cool. anything. I'm I'm perfectly aware that there's two or three films in my top ten right now that may become honourable mentions. Quite yeah. Escape yeah. plan. I'm very, I'm very aware. 
<laughs> I mean, Escape Plan Three is surely going to end up at like number four or my top ten. Yeah, like, totally. It's gonna be, it's gonna so, really... And I'm going to have yeah. a total rethink of um, a Holmes and Watson. <laughs> yes. Oh, coming in at number six on my top ten. <laughs> what? What's happened? So Ross, where can our lovely listeners find out more about you? Uh, should you wish to explore really in what I do, that's a bit weird because I got a bit arch. Um, uh, at Ross Boyas on all the things, at Evo Films UK on all the things for the company Evolutionary Films. Uh, and if you'd like to follow at Vengeance Film UK, you could follow and uh, catch up with the uh, this action film franchise that I'm directing. www.philsquickreview.co.uk We're on Twitter, Phil's, Phil Quick Review with no S, so Phil Quick Review. And then um, you can follow us or connect us on uh, Instagram, which is uh, Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Thanks for listening. Go and see Joker if you haven't seen it. We will do a little, we'll do a show all about Joker. We'll try and do that during the week if we get time, um, because yeah, I think it's a show on its own. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So thanks for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. We love you. Bye.